0: You're listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson, the podcast that tells you what it really takes to build a business and the simple steps to get you there. I'm determined to share with you the reality of easy, simple business marketing tips to make passive income so that you can start making money online. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode. This week, I want to talk to you about time because People constantly have said to me that I seem to get so much done. It's the one thing that people say all the time. In fact, I had a one-to-one with somebody today and they said, how come you seem to be everywhere at once? How come you always seem to be able to have time to do everything, but we still see you on holiday and we still see you having fun with the kids, but you seem to have time to get everything done. And the reality is I don't have any more time than anyone else. And in fact, when I first started in business four or five years ago, I had even less time because I had little toddler twins at the time. I had a nine to five job and I had two businesses. I had my wedding business and then I started with this business. So I had hardly any time, but I do know how to make the most of the time I do have. I think I'm pretty efficient in being able to know what to do to use your time more wisely to make more money. Because at the end of the day, when you have a business, that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to make more money. And there are lots of things you can do in your business that don't make you more money. Everyone can be busy, right? We can all be busy. I can definitely fill a day with lots of different things. But there is a real big difference with being busy and being productive. They're two completely different things. And I'm quite good at being productive. So I thought today we could talk about how I go about that, what kind of things I do to make sure I am more productive. In lots of my courses, especially in Fabulous Foundations, I do a lot of work on time management. And that's because if I'm going to give people loads of strategy to do, then I want them to be making sure they use their time really wisely. And people have said to me that after my time management like module, they've got two days back a week in their time just by following it so I'm hoping that help you get a bit more time back as well first of all can we just get rid of that awful saying that I've seen on social media a million times this year that says we all have the same 24 hours in a day as Beyonce we don't it's designed to make us feel like crap (laughs) and the reality is it's a complete lie anyway does Beyonce have to deal with her twins in the same way I do? She's got twins. I'm pretty sure she doesn't. Pretty sure she's got nannies. Does she have to grow an audience? No, she does not. Her PR team did that for her. Does she have to think about, I don't know, cooking dinner tonight? I'm pretty sure she doesn't. So, you know, okay, that's an unfair one, the dinner one, because I never have to think about dinner because Sam makes dinner every night. But you get the gist. Like, I think one of the worst things we can do is try and compare ourselves to other people. And every time someone mentions anything about, I just don't feel I've got enough time to do this course, or I don't feel I've got enough time in my business, someone always brings out that quote, you have the same 24 hours a day as Beyonce. And then we feel even worse because how is Beyonce getting all this stuff done? And and I'm not, but it's just not true. You know, people have different levels of help. People have different, and that's me included. You know, I have a husband that does all of the kid stuff. So when people look at me and go, oh, you're amazing. You do all of the, you've got twins and you do all the kid stuff. I don't do all the kid stuff. I don't do any of the kid stuff. I play with the kids, but I don't have to take them to their dentist appointment. I don't have to take them to the school gates. I don't have to look after them if I've got a, or put them to bed if I've got an eight o'clock meeting. My husband does all of that. So I want you to realize when you're comparing to me or anyone else with time, you're probably not comparing to the same thing. And yes, I did do everything myself in the first year, but it's got easier and easier from that because I've got help on board and that's the same in my business. You know, I've got people helping me. So don't want you to look at me and go, oh, you know, she does all of these things. She does all these, all of her launch prep in a weekend. I don't do it in a weekend. I do some of it. My team does a lot of it as well. So I know that lots of business owners try kind of try and make out that they're doing all of the things. And I want you to not believe that about me. I'm not doing all of the things. I've got people doing all of the things. And I wasn't able in the first year to do all the things that I do now because there was only me and I didn't have the money for lots of different people. And so it was just me doing it. And so I did a lot less of the things and that's okay. It's all right to build up and do things slower than we think and do things a bit at a time. So And the reality is we've all got loads going on in life and we always will. There'll always be curveballs thrown at us when we think, right, I'm going to do this stuff. I'm going to put everything together. I'm going to do this launch. I'm going to write this stuff. And then a curveball will come in. Like I got ill this year and last year with a chronic disease, which meant I had to slow everything down. So all the things I planned, I had to literally rip up and go, okay, what are the things I am going to be doing that are going to make me more money. I'm not going to be able to do any of the nice to haves. I'm going to have to just do only the essentials that I need to do. And that's what I did because we never know what life's going to throw at us, whether it's illness, whether it's relatives being ill, caring for people, you know, so many different things can happen, mental illness as well. So when we know all of that, it can feel really hard to make sure our business gets the time it needs because we don't have a boss anymore, do we? And when we have a boss, someone makes us do stuff. We feel like we're accountable to somebody and and so we give it the priority it needs. But when we're our own boss, we often don't give it the priority it needs and it can go to the bottom of the pile to support other people or to support kids or to support friends or any of the other things. And our businesses can be left sitting there at the bottom because we've got no one we're accountable to apart from ourselves. And so I really believe that in our businesses, we need to be our own boss. We need to be that person that forces us to do some of the things that we might not want to do. Not everything in business is fun. Not everything in business is going to be something you really want to do. And there's a lot of people that say, if you don't like something you're doing in business, don't do it anymore. The reason you have a business is to do all the things that you like to do. Reality check is that you are not going to make any money if you're thinking like that. There are always going to be things in every business that we don't particularly like to do and in the future we might be able to give that stuff away to other people but at the beginning you're going to be doing it yourself whether you like it or not so we need to be our boss that makes us and it always makes me laugh when people online say well sometimes I have have coaching session with somebody and they'll come to me and say I didn't do that thing I didn't go online and do a live like I said I would I didn't write the emails for the launch. And I'll say, why did you not do it? Like, you've got to be accountable. And they say, I just wasn't feeling like energetically aligned to it. And it's become a really good excuse that if you're not feeling energetically aligned to it right now, Or even spiritually aligned, or whatever other aligned that someone decides to come up with, then you don't have to do it. And that's a good, you know, I've ticked that box. I just wasn't aligned. Therefore, I'm not doing it. And then they moan when they're not making any money, it's because they weren't aligned to be making any money. And the reality is, if I was in my workplace and I said to my boss in my corporate job, I'm really sorry, I can't do the filing. I'm just not energetically feeling aligned to doing your filing today. I'd get sacked. And the same is true for your own business. You would be sacking a person that didn't do what they needed to do in their job. Now, your job is to be a CEO. If your job is to be a CEO, it means that if you don't do the things a CEO does, your business isn't going to work. Your business is going to fail or you're not going to bring any money in or the amount of money you wanted. So we need to not give ourselves an excuse and realize that we are the person that we're going to be accountable to. You are your boss from now on. So treat yourself that way. You know, make yourself do things that sometimes you didn't really want to do. I don't want to go live every day. I don't want to show up sometimes when I need to show up. Do I do it? Yes, it's my job. And so I'm going to do it. So there are a few ways I want to talk to you about about clawing back your time. My two favorite ways. A time blocking, which I talk about a lot, and batching. So, batching is just doing lots of things that are the same in one go. So, mostly we don't do this because we like variety in life. So, we'll do things like we'll do a YouTube video and then we'll do a one to one with a client and then we will write a blog post and then we'll go to a networking meeting and then we'll do a podcast. And in reality, Doing things that way means setting up lots of different things and getting your head in a different game every hour. When if we were to do all of the podcasts for two months in one day, or how I used to do my YouTube channel, I have a YouTube channel if people haven't seen it out there, go check it out. I haven't put anything on for a while, but it's got lots of five to six minute little mini episodes. And on that YouTube channel, we used to do three months worth in one day because then it was done. And, you know, if I've already got my hair and makeup done and I'm already sort of ready for camera and I'm in the zone of talking to a camera, I may as well get as many that I can done in one day. And that's the same with like my emails. Sometimes I'll write four or five emails for the next month or so in one day because I'm in a writing mood. If I'm writing, I may as well carry on and let those juices flow and, you know, stay in the same vein. So if there's something that you can batch do, do it. One of the first things that I used to batch was social media. So I would spend the morning on a Monday writing every social media post for the next two weeks. So then they're scheduled in, they're all done. I don't have to think about it. And then I would know that social media is sorted and I wouldn't repeat myself because I was doing it all in one go and I would know what I'm doing it for. So I know if I'm about to sell something about the business basics, all of my social media is going to be something to do with one of those business basics. And so I may as well get them all done in one go know that they're scheduled and then if I fancy doing another one or going live or speaking to my audience about something that's just a bonus but at least I don't have to sit there thinking oh I've got to do some social media tomorrow because the worst thing that you can do is just go oh I haven't put anything on socials today let's quickly take a picture of something for Instagram and stick it on and you know that's when it becomes out of brand it's nothing to do with what you're going to be selling next it's just something for the sake of it And you don't want that. You want everything to be purposeful and intentional. So by doing it all in one go and batching your social media, you are more likely to do that. So that's batching. So if you don't do that already, try and get a bit of that going. And batching podcast episodes today, for example. And then the, the real big thing that made a big difference in my life was time blocking. So what time blocking is, it's kind of doing a different way of doing a to-do list. You know how normally you write a to-do list, you've got like 10 things, and if you're anything like me, you'll write the first thing as something you've already done just so you can tick it <laughs> because it feels nice to tick it when it's already, you've already done it. But you write all these things on a to-do list, and then you go through them each day, and you might tick a couple of things off But what generally happens is those few things at the bottom that are harder and take more work and they're going to take a long time to do, or they're a bit of a bigger project, they just get put on to the next days and the next days. And six months later, they'll still be on there. You won't do them because you'll do the quick wins, the stuff that you can see a tick on. So it feels like you've done more because you've ticked more things on that list. And that's not really the right way because you're not prioritizing what needs to be done or what's going to bring you the most money. You're just doing the easiest things, the things that are the quickest. So it feels like you've done more. So instead, time blocking means that that doesn't happen. So the easiest way of doing it is to get, I don't use any fancy software. Just get an Excel spreadsheet for a week and divide it. So let's say, let's just take Monday as an example. I'd I'd put the first hour six till seven or seven till eight, whenever I'm going to start, that's completely free for me to do like wake up activities, whether it's listening to a podcast or if you have a morning routine, you know, you do it there. If you don't, you can do whatever you want there, go have breakfast, have fun. And then I would put a two hour block. So let's say nine to 11 was a two hour block and I would highlight that. And then I would have like a half an hour block. Then I might have an hour for lunch block. And then I might put another block in, which is about two hours and then maybe another half an hour and another half an hour. And I I would do a version of that all the same if you want to throughout the whole week. So there's all these little blocks of time, half an hour, one hours and two hours, like all in there. And then I would take, I would write a list of all the things on my to-do list for that week, everything. Even if it's like go to the gym, mine does not have that on there it should but it does not um even if it's play with the kids or make dinner whatever you want to go to lunch with a friend if you know you're seeing a friend that week whatever put all of those things in that list into your time blocking so let's say one of them was write a proposal for a client i might take that and put it into day 1 in the 2 hour block and then mine always has between 3 And seven, mine and my kids, that's the kids' time block. I don't do anything else apart from play with the kids during that time. So, you know, it's about adding in all of the different things to the time blocking and then sticking to it throughout the week. Now, one of the things that will happen is you will do one of the tasks and you won't finish it. Because we don't know how long these things are going to take. You get used to knowing how long things are going to take. When you first do time blocking, you think everything's going to take an hour when actually it takes five. So when you realize that you're not going to get that thing finished, what we need is some spare blocks throughout the week, some half an hour, some hours that have got nothing in it at all. Just in case you don't finish something, instead of carrying on with it, you get it and you take it to the next empty time block, whether it's the next day or two days later and you're going to do it then instead. Because otherwise what happens is you carry on with one thing, you finish that thing, and it takes you a day. And you realize that might not have been the most important thing you could have been doing. And the other things that you were going to do are just as important. So we need to be really strict with ourselves to stop at the end of a time blocking session and go on to the next thing, moving anything that we've got left into one of the spare time blocks. Also, if we have a few spare ones, if something comes in that is like unexpected. Phone call that happens to last an hour that you weren't expecting, or a piece of work that a client wants, or an emergency, then you've got those spare ones where you can put the work you were going to do in that time into the spare time blocks. And this helps loads. Let me tell you why it helps. Our biggest problem when it comes to time is overwhelm. We're overwhelmed because there's so much that we have to do. And so, what we end up doing is if I'm doing a piece of work, let's say for a client, And I want to really concentrate on that on a Monday at 11. I won't be concentrating on it because my head will be going, oh, you've got to get right back to those emails later that came in this morning. And oh God, you've got to do your social media for the next two weeks. And you've got three podcasts to record. And what we're actually doing is we're thinking about all these other things and that we've got to do them. If you've time blocked, that will never happen because you'll go, oh, I've got to write those emails later. Oh no, I don't need to worry about that. I've put that in for Tuesday at eight o'clock. There's a whole hour to do that. I've got to do my social media. That's okay. That's in Thursday at four. And I've got to write to this person or, or deal with this thing. That's okay. I've put a time block in. To do that. So, I don't need to think about any of those things because I know they're there. Instead, I can just really concentrate on this one thing that I'm doing now. It will make you more present, more mindful, and it will completely get rid of overwhelm because you will feel in control of when everything is going to happen. So, it's a brilliant thing to do. And it makes sure that you don't waste time doing things you don't really need to do. Because once you put these things in the time block, you'll see. There is no time to be wasting doing four hours of scrolling through social media. And that's another thing we need to talk about <laughs> when it comes to time is shiny objects. You know, people call it shiny object syndrome. That thing where you're just really easily distracted by things going on. So, for example, the first thing that people generally do when they wake up in the morning is reach for their phone and look at their emails and social media. That's a big mistake. If you're doing that first thing, not only are you starting off your entire day looking at other people's stuff, which generally makes you feel crap anyway. So don't be doing that. Comparisonitis will come up if you do that every morning, but also it's not something that's good for your time. So, with emails, we like to get rid of all the emails that have come overnight. Just get rid of them. Just write back to them. Let's deal with them. And we do that because then it clears our inbox and we feel good. We feel better that that inbox is now empty. But when we start with our emails, we're not starting with the most important thing. We're starting with just the thing that's shouting the loudest. Replying back to a few emails and deleting a bit of spam is probably not as important as putting together a launch plan or writing a proposal for a client that's going to bring money in. And yet we do the emails first because they're there. What's much better way of doing things is to not look at your phone first thing and time block in an hour, let's say at 12 or two, where you'll go through your emails. You can even time block in a whole hour of mundanely scrolling through social media. As long as it's time blocked in, you can do that and you can just know, you know, sit there knowing guiltless that you are just scrolling through social media because it was time blocked into your day. And that way, you know, you aren't doing things that are just shiny object in place of something you really should be doing. Because when we start with emails, we could easily, two hours later, still be there backwards and forwards on emails, trying to get rid of the stuff that's in your email inbox. And two hours is gone. What could that two hours have been spent on? Because the truth of the matter is that unless you're a doctor, you know, you're not a doctor, you're not going to be needed 24-7. No one's going to die if you don't get back to them on email. If you lose a client because you didn't reply back within a three-hour period, then you have the wrong clients. It's as simple as that. You can manage people's expectations by telling them, you know, you'll get back to them within 24 to 48 hours. And unless you're a doctor, which maybe some of you are, (laughs) no one's going to die. It's not that important. And yet we feel we have to get back to people immediately. So forget shiny object, put your phone on airplane mode so it doesn't disturb you because there's nothing worse than when you are working on something and it's taking you 20 minutes, which on average is what it takes to get your head in the game. And then this little flashing light in the corner where Facebook is pinging you things keeps making you look over it's taking you double the amount of time. And the reality is, we've been told for years, especially women, that multitasking is a good thing. You know, women can multitask. We say it like with a badge of honor. The reality is that MRI scans have shown us we can't. It's not a thing, doesn't exist. All that happens is our brain, our frontal lobe, looks at one piece of work, then goes to something else, then goes to something else, backwards and forwards. It's never actually looking at two things at the same time or working out two problems at the same time. So you may as well forget it because you're not give, doing either thing justice. Instead, solo, solo task. And time blocking is a great way to solo task and to get all of the things done that you need to. So, you know, one of the other things to really remember is only spending time on things that you know are taking you closer to your goals. Now, if you're at the beginning of your journey or even in the middle, one of your biggest goals will be making money in your business. So, if that's your biggest goal, have a look at what you are doing at the moment and writing. Spending one week writing down every single thing you do and how long it takes is a really good idea because it makes you really see quickly how long you're spending on things that are taking you nowhere near your goal. For instance, networking is a really good example of something that can waste half a day where you feel like you're doing really good businessy things. You're busy doing them, but they're not productive. So I used to go to networking once a week a little networking meeting with my coaching friends. And I would sit there and spend the entire time talking to the same people who I knew rather than any new people there. Those people already knew me. So this isn't networking. This is just going and hanging out with my mates for three hours, basically. And then one day someone said to me, what could you do in three hours? I God, loads. Yeah, you know, I could write an entire launch plan. I could write all the emails for the next month. I could do my social media for a month in three hours. That's taking me towards my goal a lot quicker than going to a networking meeting where I don't know who's going to be there, what I'm going to get out of it. Most people don't even ask who is going to be at this networking meeting. If there's no one there that you need to be talking to or you think may have your ideal client or you need to be collaborating with, don't go. It's pointless. So have a look at what you're doing at the moment. What things are you just doing because you think you should do them that aren't actually taking you towards the goals that you have? Whatever they are, cross them out. They're not going into the time blocking. Only things that are going to get you there. I time block everything, my life as well as my business, because it makes me feel more in control. And it means that I have more time off. So I can time block Entire days as being not at work. And then I time block other days as being completely at work. But it means it's in my control what I do and I can move things around. And I think the most important thing to do when people start time blocking, it takes practice. So two or three days in, they'll go, Oh, I didn't do it. I've just realized I went off and did my own thing or I got a phone call or whatever. You don't need to answer phone calls straight away either, by the way. But what will happen is if you keep getting back on the horse, You will eventually become so used to it that you will become so much more productive. And you won't even think about it. You'll just look at your, like Sunday night, I sit down, I time block my week. So then on Monday, you just go, right, what am I doing right now? It's like having a PA telling you what to do. It's all there. You don't need to think about what you need to do. You've already done that bit. You're now just doing what it says in the time it's given you to do it. And you won't waste any more time. I hope that helps you. I'm trying to think if there's anything else you need to know about how I claw back so much time and how I get a lot of things done. I don't really let myself be distracted by things. Things like there'll be people shouting all the time about what the next big thing is, TikTok and Clubhouse and all of those kind of things. And I see people get distracted by them. When Clubhouse came out, I saw some people that were doing really well building their audience on Facebook, just drop everything go to clubhouse and was spending 24 hours there because they thought they could get into rooms where some slightly more famous coaches were, or because somebody had said, I'll let you in my room to talk, we'll collaborate and do one together. And I saw that happening. And I asked my audience, are you on clubhouse? Are you going to be on clubhouse? 99% said no. So I immediately came off clubhouse because there's no point doing something just because everyone else is. If it's not going to get you the result you need. That would never have got me clients. My ideal clients weren't on there, So there was completely no point. But I saw people drop their whole Facebook strategy to go to Clubhouse. And people were shouting that if you're not on Clubhouse, you're not going to be in a business in how many months time? And I just thought, God, I can see why people are terrified and they're going over there. But now what are we, eight, nine months later, maybe even 10 months later, And barely anyone's on there anymore. Like Nobody I know is on Clubhouse anymore. And these fads can keep happening. And if you panic that everyone else is doing something, you need to get on the bandwagon. Everyone's saying, you need to be an early adopter because that's what happened with Instagram. It can completely take your focus off the things you know are already working and already proven and going to get you to your goals. So be careful of shiny object. Be careful of being distracted by what everyone else is doing. I try and keep things simple in my business and I only do what's already worked. I will play with a few things on the side, but if it looks like it's going to be any kind of fad or anything that's going to take my focus away from my main thing, which is to make money from one program then I won't even look at it. I will just watch everyone else doing it and carry on in my lane. And my lane will usually take me exactly where I want to go because it's done it before. So yeah, be careful on the shiny object stuff. But hopefully doing a bit of time blocking will give you back more time. I'd love to hear how you get on with it. You know, if you fall off the wagon a few times, that's okay. It's really normal. It's like going on a diet. You can't just go, oh, well, I've ruined it now for the week. You get back on. Exactly what happens when I eat one bite of a Mars bar. Ruined it for the week. Now I may as well eat 10 Mars bars, which is ridiculous. And it's the same here. You just get back on it and you'll get where you want to be and you'll save yourself some time. I will speak to you next week on a whole new topic and hope you have a great week, whatever it is you're doing. I'll see you then. Thank you for listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson. If you'd like to get hold of my guide to launching, go to lisajohnson.com forward slash launch and let's get you making money online.